Hello and welcome to the True Body and Soul podcast, episode number five. Uh, True stands for teach, refresh, uplift, and encourage, and that's exactly what I hope to do for you with this podcast. I hope to uplift, encourage, and empower you in knowing that in Christ, you are enough. My name is Wendy Leppert, and I'm the founder of True Body and Soul Ministries. I'm also an author, a speaker, and the creator of the I Am Enough in Christ Women's Conference. And I'm so excited today because I have one of my dear friends on here, Jody Eck. And I actually met Jody through the I'm Enough in Christ Women's Conference. And Jody, when we met, we actually found out we only live about two hours apart, right? Correct. <laughs> I thought that was pretty neat. So uh, Jody is into health and nutrition. Uh, she has helped me a lot with questions that I've had since I've gotten to know her. And so, Jody, do you want to tell us maybe just a little bit about your background and, and what got you interested in health and nutrition? Sure. So, um, going way back, I grew up in a small town that's very similar to Bedford, where you're from. So, I think that that was one of the things that um, attracted me to you. You know, our personalities were the same. We had kind of the same upbringing. And... Um, after high school, I uh, attended Shippensburg University, and um, I got a teaching degree. From there on, I moved to the Harrisburg area, and I was actually an elementary teacher um, for 26 years. Um, wow. During, yeah, I know, that's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> and um, so during the time that I was teaching, um, you know, I, I was working with six-year-olds, and I did have my own family. So um, I was feeling like, you know, I wanted to um, get in some type of exercise routine. I needed an outlet. And honestly, growing up, I, um, I did work out. I did go to aerobics. Um, I was a cheerleader. I played softball. So, you know, I was involved in sports. And I was involved in activities a lot. And I liked being outdoors. My family went camping and, you know, we did a lot of things like that. So it was just kind of natural that I started um, doing a workout routine as I became an adult. And um, one of the things that I decided to do was I decided to um, try running. Oh. One, because... Um, uh, my kids, when I was at work, my kids were at daycare all day. And so I didn't want to take them to a gym and put them back into a daycare situation again. And my husband was um, a coach and very busy, but I was trying to figure out something that I could squeeze in with like in a half an hour or so. And, um, you know, that I would have time to do and it would allow me to like kind of get outside and get away from things. Right. So um, I started walking and running kind of, um, you know, a routine like that around my neighborhood. And um, I just built up from that. And um, then I started running and um, you know, that led into doing some races and 5Ks, 10Ks, different types of things like that. And then while I was running, I realized, you know, it's really hard on my body to just run every single day. So I actually started um, going to um, some classes at our local, it's called Friendship Center. And it's very similar to like a YMCA. But what was nice was you could just pay as you went. 
And um, so I could just pick one class. I didn't have to have like a membership to the gym at all times. Again, I could pick a class that I could attend when it was convenient for our schedule. And I went to the class and it was called Body Pump and I absolutely loved it. I mean, probably the second time I loved it. <laughs> and um, I got talking to the instructor and here she had been teaching probably, I don't know, 15 classes a week. I mean, she was crazy. Wow. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and, um, and I said to her, I really love this class. And she said, well, if you really like it, we're always looking for instructors. And I was just like, really? And I said, so what do you have to do? And she explained to me that I had to go and go through a training. Um, it's an international program through Les Mills. So you have to go through a training course. You have to... Um, after you learn everything, you have to go through a testing period. You have to send in a video and things like that. And um, so I went and I did it and I became a certified body pump instructor. So it didn't necessarily qualify me to teach every um, fitness class, but it did qualify me to do that specific class. And I started doing that then after, after school, I would go... Um, twice a week and teach that class. So I was actually essentially getting paid to work out. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so it's just kind of grown from that. And um, while I was still working out, um, I was just noticing as I was getting older that, um, you know, the working out alone wasn't working for me. So that's when I started taking a look at changing some things up with my eating and my nutrition. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think a lot of people think, well, if I exercise, that's all I need to do. You know, I'm going to lose the weight. I'm going to feel good. And that's all my body needs is just exercise. But I don't think they understand that, you know, food is the fuel that we're giving our body and you can work out all you want, but if you're not giving your body the right fuel, then it's, it's going to take longer and it's not exactly the way to do it. Yes. I completely agree with you. And the thing for me was, is, you know, I grew up with a mentality of, you know, we're, we were so focused on calories. Right. And, right. Um, you know, it was low calorie this or, you know, depleting ourselves of calories and things like this. And what I learned when I started trying some different things with nutritious, nutrition and substituting, you know, different products and things like that in my body is that it was actually the quality of the nutrition. It was, you know, the nutrients that you're putting in your body that really make the difference on how it functions. Right, right. So if I were to ask you, you know, what, what is one myth maybe that you, you hear and it just drives you crazy because people actually believe it? Do you think it would be the myth about the calories or is there something else in addition to that that you hear all the time and you know that that's just not right? That it's just a health myth. Is there anything else you can think of? Well, I definitely think that calories are a myth, especially for um, people who are like late 30s, 40s, you know, or older, that that's kind of the way they were focused. But the other thing that has happened is the way our food is grown um, and the way it's processed is a lot different than we when we were growing up. So the mm -hmm. quality of our food is very different 
So, um, and the thing is, you know, unfortunately there are companies out there that are putting things in their food or they're processing food and they're not really being truthful about everything. I mean, I know people have to make money, but unfortunately they're not being honest and truthful about everything. So, um, you know, the quality is just not the same as it used to be because, you know, of making money or just everybody's so busy. So it's like quick, quick, quick. We got to produce things quickly. Mm -hmm. And um, so even if we think that maybe we're putting better things in our body, like say, you know, like salads or vegetables or fruits, you know, sometimes we really need to go the organic route or sometimes we really need to pay more attention to um, the types of food that we're eating. So one of the big myths I think, you know, is not just calories, but, uh, you know, a lot of people think they have to live on salads <laughs> and, you know, I think it's a balance right. of foods that we need to look at. You know, there's so many diets out there. There's, you know, the paleo diet or there's the, um, you know, keto is very big right now. And, I'll, and a lot of different diets focus on what you're taking out instead mm -hmm. of eating everything in moderation. Now, I can't say that people don't have allergies to foods. You know, they found that sometimes people have dairy allergies or sometimes people have peanut allergies and things like that. And, you know, obviously those things are going to be found by medical professionals. But um, what I've found is really just having a little bit of everything in moderation is your best thing because when you stop eating something like let's say you take out sugars or let's say you take out carbs especially for women you're not going to be able to go for the rest of your life without ever having anything ever again without sugar in it or you know a carb or something to that sort your body forgets how to process it so then when you reintroduce that back to your system, then it has to learn how to process it all over again. And then it just stores it and creates that. Wow. Wow. I think that's right. I think a lot of people think, well, I'm done with sugar. I'm, I'm cutting sugar out and, and that's going to be the, the solution. Yes. When, you know, I think we just have to be careful with, you know, like diet sodas and artificial sweeteners, you know, We've, we've learned that that's the better way to go again, because of calories and low fat and, you know, reducing things and you hear the word low. So you think that's always better, but um, right. sometimes, sometimes we're, you know, putting artificial things in that are actually harming us more than helping us. And right. um, I also like for people to understand that, um, you know, what we're putting in our body also affects the function of our mind. Oh my. So, you know, I mean, that's why a lot of people have difficulty with, you know, depression, anxiety, um, and different issues, because if we're putting artificial things in our body, our body doesn't know how to process it. Right. And so then, you know, our brain doesn't know how to work properly. So. Right. And I know one thing that I've heard too, that I, th I thought was interesting is you have to be careful. Even if you go to the store and something like a box of some kind of snack says low fat, um, healthy, like you, you still need to read the ingredients because it's not necessarily healthy or low fat 
or it is, but instead of the fat, they put something else in that can be just as harmful. And I know that they've even said, you know, protein bars, for example, sometimes you're better off to eat a Snickers bar than a certain protein bar because of all the sugar they put in that protein bar. But people think it's a protein bar, so it's healthy, I'm going to eat this. Yeah, and I, you know, I definitely would agree with that. The other thing I would say, especially if women are listening to this, I have a friend who is a doctor and she specializes in women and how they eat and their bodies and their hormones because we're a completely different animal than men. Mm-hmm. And what she said, and, and she didn't realize this at first when she started studying um, nutrition and women and just people in general, was that every diet and even things as like hormone replacement therapy for women as they get older, all of those things were actually tested on men. Wow. Because men's bodies produce results quicker. So when they do testing, they can, they don't have to invest quite as much money in the actual, you know, beta testing of it because it happens quicker for men. So they use them as an example, as opposed to using women, because then they're going to get their results quicker. Oh my goodness. What we're not realizing is that, you know, there are a lot of diets or products or, you know, ways of doing things or ways of eating or ways of exercising or even hormone replacements, you know, medicines, things like that, that we don't even realize as women that have been tested on men. So they may not necessarily work on us. I mean, or they may take longer, you know, and then Mm -hmm. a lot of women tend to, to give up sooner before everything really gets a chance to, to work for them either. Wow, that is so right. I know my husband and I will go through a phase where, you know, we're like really watching what we eat and and exercise and then he'll be like, Oh, I lost seven pounds last week. And I'm like, really? I lost two. (laughs) How is that fair? (laughs) I know. I know. And my friend is always like that. She's like, you know, like once women get older, their hormones change, they hit like, you know, the middle age, um, time and you know their body like you're going to your muscle mass is going to change the way that your body processes things your metabolism all of that is definitely different than what a man is doing and sometimes we can't even control how like we're you know get gaining um what do I want to say fat in our, um, in, in the middle section or, you know, how our bodies processing things because there's so much going on, there's stress and there's right. hormones and there's, you know, all different types of things. So, right. Um, I just think that's very interesting and just trying to, you know, just stay educated and just do things in moderation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Can you give the name of your friend in case anyone's interested in checking her out on social media or on the internet? Sure. Her name is Dr. Beth Westy, and she has a great book out um, right now that actually teaches women about their hormones and how you can eat according to like your cycle and um, the best types of food, um, you know, water. It even comes down to drinking like freezing cold water and um, just regular temperature water and how it affects your body and how it's processed. So it's really an interesting book. 
and um, she just gives a lot of tips and you know she has some pet peeves about women like just saying okay I'm giving up this or I'm giving up this she really tries to to teach you how to learn and be more self-aware of your body and um, you know, how you feel when you eat certain things and when you don't eat certain things. So. Right, right. Water. I can't believe that. I thought, well, as long as I drink, you know, like half of my body weight in water, I'm good. I never, ever thought about the temperature being a factor. Yeah, it's yeah. funny. It, I mean, there's just so much. I mean, you know, so we just have to try as women to do the best that we can to, um, you know, feed our bodies the best that we can. But I just think, you know, if you like again, eat in moderation. If you go and move your body and, you know, just don't get yourself in a situation where you're just, you know, going to work and sitting all day and coming home and sitting on the couch, if you can actually keep yourself moving and keep your energy levels up, that you're going to be much happier with yourself and life in general. Right. I think some women think, well, you know, I need to be a member of a gym. I have to exercise five times a day, do these, you know, really tough workouts. But I think that they don't realize even just walking, like in the mornings when I take my two youngest to school, I stop at the, the cemetery. It's kind of people go there to walk. It has really nice paths. And I think even if I just do that and walk, I'm doing something. I might not be doing like a strenuous workout. So I think that's so important that women need to remember just moving, just doing something is, is better than nothing. Oh, I completely agree. You know, and you have to find what you enjoy. Right. Or else right. it's going to seem like another job. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, that's why I think there's so many options like for yoga or running or strength training or, you know, there are even dance classes that you can do. Um, there's so many different options today that you should be able to find. So even if, it, like you said, walking, um, you know, yard work is great. There's, there's oh, yeah. so many different things that you can just do just to get up and just move your body and just be able to um, feel better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, now I have started to incorporate in some workouts because I love strength training. And I'm gonna ask you, and I'll have my fingers crossed that you're gonna say strength training. Which one do you think works better? I mean, they, they both probably work well, but do you feel cardio or strength training? If you're wanting to tone up and lose weight, do you feel like one's better than the other or does it just depend on the situation? Um, here's where people get stuck is they think that they need to like run on the treadmill for like an hour and a half mm -hmm. you know, because it's always been cardio, cardio, cardio. And actually right. when you're lifting, um, you're building the muscle and that's what's going to burn the fat quicker. That's what's going to get your metabolism going. So what I tell people is, you know, it's still good for cardio, but actually cardio and like shorter bouts and getting your heart rate up quickly mm -hmm. and then bringing it back down. So like fast walking would be great, you know, and doing a little bit of strength training is good. Um, I will even tell people like if they're interested in running, it's better to like, let's say go run a fast lap around a track and then walk as opposed to just doing four really slow laps around the track. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's, it's really kind of getting your, your heart rate up, um, which kicks in that metabolism and keeps things going for you. Right. And I've even heard, and this is something else maybe to bring up to you that I'm sure you've heard too, is women say, well, I'll just starve myself. 
I will just eat twice a day or, you know, and I've heard when you, when you don't eat and your body goes into starvation, that can eat away at the muscles and the muscles are what burn fat. So it's definitely not a good idea to starve yourself. And I'm sure that's probably something maybe that you've heard from women. Well, you know, I'm just going to not eat or, you know, I'm not going to eat until two o'clock because I'm, you know, trying to lose weight. And what do you recommend? Or, I mean, I've heard the five small meals a day. I've heard different things. So what do you like to recommend? Well, here's the, here's the thing, Wendy, for much of my life, I was in the mentality of starving myself. And mm -hmm. that is why when I was growing up and when I was young, I was very heavy and I was teased a lot. And so when I was, um, let's say late middle school, early high school, I got stuck in that mentality. It was almost like, you know, an eating disorder type thing or my relationship with food was so bad that I would feel guilty no matter what I ate. So I would just not eat because then I would think that was going to help. And here's the thing, starting out not eating is definitely going to change, you know, your, how you lose weight. You're definitely going to lose weight. Just like if you give up sugar. Mm -hmm. You know, you're going to lose the weight, but here's the problem. As soon as you go back to eating something again, or you binge or something like that, then your body again, doesn't know how to process it, or it just puts that weight back on in fat. And so, um, starving your body is definitely not going to do it. And one of the biggest things that I have learned in the past four years, working with nutrition more and working with people more and fitness and exercise and my biggest discovery was when you feed your body the right nutrients and your metabolism actually works, you feel better, you're a nicer person, um, your metabolism starts working, you have more energy, and you know, it's just all around a much better experience mm -hmm. for life. Oh, so. yeah. Yeah, and I know when I go through where I'm either walking every day or I'm incorporating workouts. I don't crave the junk. Like yes. when I've been exercising and really taking care of, I don't, I don't want that junk food. I don't even, I, I just don't want it. No, I, I completely agree with you. Your butt, well, your body starts working the right way, then it doesn't need that, you know, cause it's just looking for that for a quick fix to right. push you, to give you some energy. And it's just, you know, it's almost like those energy drinks that a lot of like kids or some people are using because they're working long hours and it's just giving them that high. But then when their body comes back down off of it, they're just craving more of it. And so, um, yeah, it's a definite vicious cycle that you put yourself into. Right, right. Um, talk to us a little bit about protein. I know that um, I was eating a, a protein bar. It was a breakfast bar and it said, you know, this can, this you can do for breakfast before a workout. Well, then I got to looking at the label and it had three grams of protein. I thought this is not nearly enough protein for me, especially before I work out. So how important is protein and, and is that something that you incorporate into your everyday? Oh my gosh, yes. And that's a, definitely a big thing for women. Women need more protein than they even realize. And the other thing about protein is the quality of protein. So our bodies have a difficult time uh, digesting like regular proteins, like say chicken and steak and all those, you know, um, types of meats. Mm -hmm. And um, so I'm not saying that you shouldn't eat them. I'm just saying that 
incorporating other types of proteins that get into your system quicker and your body can process quicker is not only going to give you more energy, but it's going to make your body function better and it's going to help to trim up you in certain areas and build that lean muscle. So um, I actually use some protein supplements, um, which they're meal replacement, but it's high quality protein. You have to be very careful when you're looking at protein too, like just buying it out at different stores and things like that. A lot of labels will tell you um, that it has this certain amount in it, but there are a lot of fillers. So right. one of the things that I look for is undenatured whey protein. And um, there's also uh, plant-based protein that you can use as well, but you want to look for 24 grams or more. And um, the calories also, I know we talked about not calories, but actually you want a higher calorie protein. Like ours is, the one that I use is 240 um, calories, whereas a lot of other proteins are like, let's say 100. And so then what you're having to do is having to add a lot of other things to bring it up to um, quality to be able to for your body to function. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, with the one that I use, I just add ice and water. I can add other things if I want. I can add fruits or vegetables, um, you know, greens, things like that. Because a lot of people like those things and it um, just makes them feel better. But definitely the quality, um, you want a one-to-one -one ratio of protein and carbs also. And um, the protein that I use also has something in it called active enzymes, which um, it helps break down the protein as soon as you digest it so that it goes through your body better. Um, and one, it gives you more energy and two, it just helps with the digestive and gut issues. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I actually get my protein um, powder mix from you and I love it. I, I've had protein shakes before and they just, I had gut issues with those. Um, I don't have that with yours. So I'm not sure if you're allowed to say the, the company that makes oh, the protein. Yeah. Okay, um, then you. Yeah, I use right Isotonics. Yep. And I, yeah, Isogenics has definitely made a huge impact in my life. Um, but I just love, one, the quality of their products. Um, I love the morals of the company. So that was another thing I felt like I could stand behind. Their customer service is top notch. And um, the quality of their products, because they go through third-party testing. They go through a five-step process of testing them for purity. And um, so I know that what the label says is what I'm getting because they've actually even told us how they've thrown out organic materials that they've purchased from other companies to put in the shakes because they weren't, they weren't getting what the company told them they were getting when they purchased it from them. So, wow. and that's uh, even organic. So you, you just really have to be careful, don't you? <laughs> yeah, you really do. And, um, our, um, the, the way in our protein is from grass fed cows from New Zealand. So, you know, Australia and New Zealand has high quality things and they actually believe that us in the United States eat way too much. <laughs> and, um, that um, some of our uh, of the quality of our actual food as has you know could use some work, um, mm -hmm. but I think that you know the the trend seems to be that um, farmers and um, 
you know, other people who really care about people who are purchasing um, from them are really starting to take a look at the quality of what they're selling to grocery stores. I have noticed that with, you know, even some higher end grocery stores and even a regular or regular grocery store and local farmers and things like that. So that's good news. Yes, it is. It is. And I know I've said, you know, when I was a kid, you just didn't hear about cancer as much as you do. And obesity is huge in the United States now. And I've, you know, been in conversation with other people and we all basically agree it's the food. Everything yeah, okay. is processed. Everybody's in a hurry. Um, when I was a kid, when you went out to eat, it was like maybe Friday nights and it was a treat. Now right. it's rare for families to just sit down at the table together and, you know, have a home cooked dinner and everybody's just in such a hurry. And I really feel like the quality of our food is just, it has to contribute to all these diseases and obesity and everything else that's going on in this country. Yes, it is. The quality definitely in the things that are, they're being put in it, you know, but what I, ha what I like to tell people is, you know, people, when I talk to them, um, before I help them with their nutrition, you know, I ask them a lot of questions and I will always say to them, you know, what you don't know, you just don't know. Like right. if you don't work with nutrition or you don't work specifically with food and kind of understand either how it's processed or what our body requires every day and you're just out working and you're trying to do the best you can to feed your family and feed your children and you know just kind of get through life day to day that um a lot of times it'll take an incident of maybe somebody getting sick, maybe even just the flu or a cold or something and they go to the doctors or maybe it's, you know, the obesity that you're talking about that you might start to notice in yourself or in your family. Then people, it's like a trigger. Then people start to question things a little bit more and start to want to learn a little bit more about food and nutrition and uh, focusing a little bit more on quality. Mm -hmm. And I know one tip that you have given as well as I've, I've learned from other people is when you go to the grocery store, you shop the perimeter of the grocery store first before you hit the inner aisles. Is that correct? Correct. That's <laughs> definitely correct. And, and the greener that you can purchase um, vegetables, like the greener vegetables are the best. Things of the earth are always better. You know, it says that in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah, definitely, um, you know, thinking about, about eating those types of things are much better for you. Mm -hmm. Wow. Jody, you have been so informative. I always love talking to you about nutrition. It's always an eye opener. And I think it's definitely a problem uh, like we said about the obesity, the disease, and just the energy. I know there are so many women that you just don't have the energy and you don't know what's going on. So I do encourage women to check out your friend, um, Dr. Beth Westy. I've actually watched her videos on Facebook and she is very knowledgeable and uh, it's just an educational experience when you watch her videos. And I also want to encourage people to check you out on Facebook and um, with your isogenics. I know, like I said, I use the protein and I love it. I don't have any gut issues with it like I did in the past. Um, it's good plain. Now I do throw every now and then some fruit in there, but you don't have to. And um, so I just want to thank you so much. And where can people find you if they want to get in touch with you or just maybe check you out on social media? 
Well, I'm on, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm also on Pinterest as Jazzy Express, J-A-Z-Z-I-E-X-P-R-E-S-S. -S. I'm actually going to be starting a blog soon um, to help women because that is my biggest passion is to help women to feel better so they can function better as a mom. Um you know, so that they can function better as a wife, they can improve their relationships, and most importantly, their relationship with God, and truly feel better, and know that they are enough. Right, right, and that's why you have been such an asset to the I Am Enough in Christ Women's Conferences. Um, you've been a part, you've done your workshops with the fitness and nutrition, because that's the whole goal of our, our I Am Enough in Christ Women's Conference, is just for women to feel empowered, and fitness and nutrition definitely play a role in that without a doubt. So you're, you're such an asset there, how you can educate women and inform them. So I'm excited to hear about you starting your blog. I think that's great. Um, so again, I just encourage everyone to get out there, check out Jody. She's such a, she knows her stuff. <laughs> so Jody, again, thank you so much. And I'll be seeing you soon. You take care. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.